for tuning in to another episode of the Campfire Collection. I'm your host, Megan Slonsky, and today I'm joined around the fire with my good friend, Jack Maloney. Join us as we talk about the importance of youth involvement in the outdoors. I got involved in the outdoors ever since I was really really young honestly probably like one or two uh I've just been boating and fishing is two of the main uh main things I really like to do my dad would uh bring me on his boat and yeah that's really how it started do you think it was important for your dad to have you around when you were little on the boat and things like that well yeah because I would just I would kind of just go out with him and just I would just get to learn what it was like to be on the water and that's really when i learned how to drive a boat and just the basic fishing tactics like how to tie a knot or whatnot and then uh that's really when I caught my first real fish I guess you would call it and it just ever just blossomed from there what kind of fishing do you do um so with my dad my dad mainly we only do um saltwater fishing that's kind of what he was mainly into because he was actually a, uh, I guess, he, I want to say professional fisherman, but he was a um, commercial fisherman. That's the word. He was a commercial fisherman uh, out of high school for about five years. So he really knows the Cape Cod fishery well is where we always fish. Um, but then I also fish uh, freshwater. So I kind of go, I do the whole spectrum, I guess you call it. But fresh freshwater, I really only fish my brother, who is my other fishing influence I guess you call it my dad's really my only boating influence do you think the influence your brother and your father played kind of helped you get into the outdoors a little bit do you think you would have gotten into it without them oh definitely I really don't think I would have gotten into as much as I did without them there's no way because when uh when I was I was saying seventh or eighth grade and my brother had just gotten his driver's license that spring him and I would go uh fishing every single day and when I say every day I mean every day uh no matter the weather there were a couple days we went when it was snowing in early March we would go fishing when it's snowing yes he's crazy um when it's downpouring we would go fishing and that's when I really got into freshwater fishing we had never, because both my brother and I had been brought up saltwater fishing, but then we always really wanted to get more into freshwater fishing, and then it really clicked, and my brother just loved it. So I was the tag one, but, um, and then that really just brought me into the whole aspect of everything else, and so really my brother and my dad had the biggest influence in my outdoors life. It sounds like you and your brother spent a lot of time together those couple of years. Would you say you guys got a lot closer because of fishing? Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say so because a lot of the experiences, really most of the experiences my brother and I have had, have had something to do with fishing or boating or outdoors. It might not have been directly, but it could have been that we were doing something to get prepared for a fishing trip a bigger fishing trip um we were going scouting different places and uh that's really just what gets it and now um we're really getting more into saltwater fishing too we're starting to upgrade boats and uh really 
I personally have some big uh, plans and goals for my saltwater fishing adventures, I guess you can call them. <laughs> I've, I have very big goals. Some people call me crazy, but hopefully I'll achieve them one day. Why do you say that? What are your goals that are so big? Well, fishing-wise, I have one goal in particular that some people have told it to, and they've said either you're never going to do that, it's too expensive, it's just never going to work out, you're going to get killed. (laughs) (laughs) But some, some people that maybe don't know fishing as well might be like, oh, that's easy. But no, it's not easy. I want to catch a tuna by myself. Not by myself, but I want to go on a charter boat. I don't want the professionals to reel it in for me. I want to do it myself. I want to beat my own hook. I want to figure it out. I want to spend a week out there, do it myself. It was ever since, that's really been one of my bucket, the three, I guess, bucket list fish. It's been tuna, then mahi-mahi, and recently swordfish. But uh, I didn't know, I thought you had to go 2,000 miles or 150 miles offshore, like some people I know do, and they spend two weeks, a weekend, a couple days out in the middle of the ocean, 150 or 200 miles offshore. I thought you had to do that, but then when I learned when the tuna are only 10 miles offshore in the, in the fall, then I got excited. I'm like, right, okay, it's do- it seemed more doable. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, it's crazy, but I can do it. I think having those experiences are very important with your brother. I mean, I can speak because I have a few siblings and every holiday, it seems like we always fall back on telling stories whenever we have like family gatherings and they always seem that we end up talking about the hunting trips or the fishing trips or when we're pulling the ice hut over like Lake Erie, we used to go ice fishing all the time or like the one time my brother dropped the fishing pole in the la- in the lake I still didn't let, let it, that go because that was my fishing rod and he was five and I was really mad at him. But those stories like stick with us. Would you say that you and your brother oh, yeah. end up? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. For us, it's always one of the ones that's popping in my head is when my brother caught the seal instead of the bluefish. But um, <laughs> so reeling in a seal when we didn't know if it was a shark or whatnot, that was a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty adventurous day. So that's a story that definitely always comes. But yeah, it's just, it's really what brought our bond together and I can tell yeah and that'll stick with you guys yeah yeah no because that's all we're always gonna have we know each other's we know we both like to fish and we both like to be out on the water and so we're always gonna kind of go back to that whenever we're older and we're like let's go do something it's gonna be let's go fish so on the other side of it what do you like about the sport itself Fishing's a, I want to say a weird sport, but it's a weird sport because nobody really thinks of it as a sport. It's, but it is actually a sport. And there's professional anglers, um, and then just like any sport where there's the professionals, and then there's people that just do it as a hobby. But it's a little bit that a lot of people do it more as hobby. People think of it more as just a hobby, but um, it really is a sport. And um, the sport I've seen personally with my own eyes grow in the last couple of years. And uh, I wish that my brother or I got into bass fishing tournament uh, tournaments when we were younger. 
and I know that could be even with you, uh, with some hunting or fishing, but I really wish we got into that because that would have, I ultimately think if my brother got into that, he would be, he wouldn't be in the career he is today. He would be, I don't want to say he would be a professional bass fisherman, but he would be in that sort of career path instead. I personally don't think he would have gone to college if he was into that, honestly. So I, I'm excited to see where the sport goes and I hope that it's more accessible because professional fishing, tournament fishing isn't as accessible nowadays because you need a whole boat, a whole rig. But I would really like for more high schools to, uh, to have it more accessible. Yeah, I totally agree. I recently took up archery, so I got a bow probably June, and I've been shooting it every day, and I would, I always kind of think in the back of my mind, what if this was like a normal sport in school, or fishing, or this and that. I always play the traditional recreational sports, like basketball, but I always wonder how much more time would I have spent in things like this if it was traditionally pushed in school? Yeah, because I know the high school we went to, there were the, what I guess you want to call the four traditional sports that you play, the basketball, the baseball, the football, and I guess you'd say the hockey. And you're starting to see the more non-traditional sports, like archery, that's a, it's a sport which I did get into a little bit when I was younger, but it never blossomed. But yeah, I just, I think of it, think of it a lot more now with the career path I've taken and because it kind of has to do with some tournament angler fishing. And I just really wish that was an accessible option when I was in high school or my brother was in high school. And I really would like to see if I could find a way to make it for other high schools or maybe even uh, maybe there's not enough people in one high school where you have to make it for uh, a regional thing. Yeah, I yeah, get what you're a regional. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, because it's really when you start to think about it to to do a tournament fishing isn't isn't that crazy? Because you get a boat that can fit for for uh, four people, and then that's really only going to be ten to $15,000, which sounds like a crazy amount of money, but you talk about crew the sport. Right, yeah. That's way more money. So it's, if you get five, 10, 15 people interested, you can create three different teams that go out every weekend, a different team every other weekend, and then there you are. And it's, yeah. So if I would, I it's would really always like been an accessible. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's always been an accessible thing. But you had to always really look for it. And I think it shouldn't be so difficult to find, finding these clubs or finding Mm -hmm. these tournaments. They're out there. And I would love to see it become more, quote unquote, normal. Not that it's Mm -hmm. not normal. I mean, I'm on an outdoor show. It is normal. But (laughs) like it's it's normal to go out and fish for a day. But people don't see it as normal i guess what you're kind of saying is to go out and tournament fish and have it be a sport which i would like to see be i guess you could say normal yeah so i see where you're going with that right because there are teams out there and there are there's archery there's there are sport there are 
competitions out there for people that fish and want to do it but it's not common you don't you have to look the few and far between and it would be really cool if someday that would be kind of acceptable in mm-hmm. schools that's a really good point yeah because i can i just think about this a lot where if my brother went into that he would have it would be his career that's that's what i feel like yeah i feel like i can say that about a few different people mm-hmm. i know for sure speaking of career though you have taken a step in the boating industry i would i guess i would call it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i kind of recently i guess started a newer career i've always been in I've, always been interested in boats ever since I was one or two I've been boating with my dad and then the last year two three or so I guess I've started buying and selling boats uh kind of a side hobby uh this summer the boating industry kind of blew up with everything going on everybody wanted to get out on the water so I kind of took advantage of that because that's who I am and on the side I bought and sold some uh boats think it was up to eight between eight and 12 if you want to count engines and whatnot um and then I found I really love that found a job listing and applied and now I work at a boat dealer uh so yeah I am a part-time sales associate there doing some other things part-time too so uh it's been a great job but we focus more on fast boats and that's why I really get that feeling about tournament fishing because a lot of the people that uh buy our $80,000 bass boats there are tournament, ang- ter- tournament anglers and they do that for a living so I kind of see that firsthand because I'm interacting with those uh, anglers on a daily basis and I can see I would really where I want this to be more of a high school sport and but I've really been able to enjoy my uh, career so far and I think that uh, the experience when I was younger were really made it able to have this career because I really enjoy it and if I didn't get into boating when I was two I don't think I would be where I am today and I'd have a totally different career yeah I mean you're just starting off I mean we just graduated a few years ago so I mean you have a full career ahead of you but it's cool to see that your experiences in the outdoors are leading you on that path and I feel like if more people you know, took an in, took interest in any types of hobbies, it would kind of push them in the right direction. I feel like sometimes there's kind of a stress of find what you want to do with your life and not look at your hobbies and then find what you're good at and then go from there. Well, because even in my application, I put a picture of when I was in driving a boat when with my dad when I was pushing his hand away from the steering wheel because I wanted to drive it (laughs) and uh so that almost I kind of feel it was part that helped me get this job but so it's really goes to show how being in the outdoors really helped me get a job which is kind of crazy to think about but it really so basically what I'm hearing is you should thank your dad it's all because you're dad (laughs) (laughs) well yeah (laughs) indirectly (laughs) no that's awesome though so do you have anything to say to parents that are that are trying to get their kids involved in the outdoors or any kids out there that maybe have an interest in fishing or boating 
Well, I'd say not just not just the outdoors, but to parents, get your kids involved in as much as possible and see if they like fishing. Take them on a fishing trip. Um, not necessarily a crazy fishing trip. Don't take your kids tuna fishing. I wouldn't do that yet. But um, take them out to if you live near the shore, do that. Um, see if you have a friend that has a boat, do something like that. Get them, just try and get them to really feel everything and see what they like. And if you think they like it, do it again and again. I know I'm not a parent. I probably shouldn't be giving this advice. But, um, hey, you were a kid yeah, once. I was a kid once. I was, <laughs> but the kids the kids and younger people kind of take what the I was saying to the parents but just do try and do as much as possible and if you don't like it don't feel bad about saying no to it and not doing it as long as you're going to be doing something else with that time so just do a ton of other things if it's fishing if it's skiing if it's snowboarding if it's hiking if it's anything there's so many things in the outdoor spectrum that you can do that are just a blast so i just say try 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 and then you'll find something this has been the campfire collection 